I feel like I suck today. Yeah. I just want to get in my own little bubble, go outside and rake some grass. I, I you rake know what I mean? Like, grass. I just. Welcome to Squeaky Tree Podcast. My name is Nathaniel Wickham, and this is my beautiful wife with me, Jessica. How you doing, babe? <laughs> oh, fine. How are you? Doing good. So we're excited. We've been working on this for a while. Yes. And praying about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. So what is our first podcast going to be about? This is our very first one. Where are we going to yes. be about? Us. Us. What, Us. Is, what does that mean? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, we're going to be kind of, I think, going over a little bit of who we are, mm-hmm. just so people have kind of a background, and then explain. Because I think uh, probably some people listening, because we're going to be on YouTube and Spotify, and some right. people just don't know us, and some people think they know us. And they really don't. And then some people actually know us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. we have a exactly. <laughs> so we have a wide uh, audience. Yep. And then uh, we're gonna get into maybe a just a a soft topic, mm-hmm. like an opening topic for our first podcast. Nothing very nothing really like kind of more of a broad topic. Mm-hmm. And then uh, kind of maybe explain what we're gonna be doing from here on out. Yeah. So would you like to go first? You want to tell the world who you are. Oh, gosh. I don't know if I want to go first. <laughs> Am I the talker in this relationship? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, that is true. That is true. That's my. <laughs> but I may surprise you because there's a mic in front of me. Oh. And you know me. I'm not a talker, but when there's a mic in front of me and I preach. You I'm can a, talk. I'm a talker. So. Oh, so I might have to. We might be battling. We might ba- be battling, oh. which would make it very exciting. That would make it extremely exciting. <laughs> gosh okay well i'm jessica (laughs) how old are you jessica oh you had to go there okay on july 3rd i turned 30 oh can you believe it i can't believe it became an adult officially i'm 16 y'all in my heart okay and so jessica yes i'm asking for people that don't know yeah what do you do I am a stay-at-home mommy. Okay. And um, I've also been a youth pastor okay. at Living Word for 12 years. That's a very long time. It's a really long time. Especially when like, the, the statistics for a youth pastor is like three to five years. Yeah, that's true. So that's a really long time. Mm-hmm. And you're probably thinking, how can you have been a youth pastor for 12 years when you're only 30? When I was 18. Is when I uh, stepped in and I was in Bible college and right, yeah. So okay, and how many kids do you have, Jessica? I have four beautiful boys. They're monsters. The monsters. <laughs> yes. Okay. You. One thing you're gonna get on this podcast is real, honest, and open. You're not gonna get the Pinterest social media view, and so um, you ain't gonna get no fakeness here, boy. No. Gonna no, be a real deal. That's right. No yeah. filters. And so um being a mom is a lot of fun, but it's also really challenging. And there's many a days where I text Nathaniel when he's at work and I'm like, I'm not gonna make it. Actually, correction, <laughs> you text me 
frequently of the house is a wreck. I'm going to lose my mind and I haven't been able to take a shower today yet. Those are usually the three things we told you we're going to be real. Those are the three things that you usually text me pretty frequently. And yes. That, Can I just say that I just took a shower for this podcast? It's true. It's true. You're getting all her beauty and glory right here. If you can't see her, she looks gorgeous. And for anyone watching YouTube, she looks gorgeous. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. Hooray. My naturally curly hair. All right. And so, okay, so you're a youth pastor. Yes, I am. You're a mom. Yes, I am. Are you married? Uh, stop. No, yes. Okay, <laughs> yes, how long I have am. you been married? Nine years, July 16th. Okay, and then what do you do for occupation? Do you Wait. work? Do you, like, do you, do you go out and work a full-time job or what? No. So what do you do? What do I do? I homeschool. There you go. Ah! I was trying to lead her into it without telling her. Good. I homeschool. And we're going to talk about that because it seems like, not necessarily today, but it seems like the world is hitting hitting in that way because of circumstances that are happening with the, (laughs) what? I'm just listening and laughing. Oh, with the virus and all that kind of stuff. And so I think it's hilarious that last year homeschoolers were like, ew, and this year, homeschoolers are like, yeah, <laughs> you know? Right. And so people would always ask us, like, why do you homeschool? That's weird. And we're like, well, we've prayed about it. And we feel like the Holy Spirit leading in that area. And now mm-hmm. it's like the hip thing to do. Right. We're making Which adjustments is, uh, as we're doing this, too. Just don't don't mind us. Which is pretty cool. So, um, Okay, so, how, so you're a stay-at-home mom. Yes, I am. You homeschool the boys. Yeah. I already know all this, but I'm asking questions for listeners. Yeah. And you're a youth pastor, so mm-hmm. you do that volunteer, volunteer? Yes, I do. You volunteer for the youth yeah. pastor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, how old are the, your boys? Well, we or got... our boys, but how old are the boys? Eli is six, Cody is five, Matthew is two, and Graham is five months. Yes, little Graham. <laughs> little Teddy Graham. Telegram. Okay. So what about you? That's enough about me, right? If you want. Sure. Yeah. So who are you? <laughs> if I if I give my full name, we'll be here for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Dada Mom Wickham. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's such a pain. But uh my name's Nathaniel Wickham, like I introduced earlier. Mm-hmm. I've been married to this beautiful woman who just introduced herself. Uh we've been married for nine years. Mm-hmm. And you also have four boys, I heard. I do have four <laughs> boys. Sometimes I question if they're my children, but I do have four. They are a huge blessing to us. Yes. And they are a huge challenge. Yes. And <laughs> to we, us. To us. And But we learn a lot from them. Yeah, we do. Uh, and we see God's hand in it all the time. Yeah. Um, my, what I do for a living is I'm actually an assistant pastor at a church here in Mechanicsville, Maryland. Uh, I've been actually the worship pastor at the church for 12 years. Mm-hmm. But the last, I'd say the last six years, I became full-time. And then the last two years, I've transitioned into the assistant pastor. Mm-hmm. But I oversee all the media, all the lights, all the live stream, all the worship. I preach. I, I do a lot. 
How do I clap for you? Ah! I mean, it feels good to get in the clap. <laughs> the audience is nice. They're so responsive. It's I amazing. I love this audience. It's just so encouraging. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, I've been I've been doing that. And um, obviously, I'm a dad. So when I come home... Um, and it's a, a balancing hu- act. It is. It's a big balancing act. Because uh, being a pastor... You know, people think we work an eight to five job or nine to five or, you know, whatever the time frame is that people put on it. Uh, but we're really on call 24 mm-hmm. seven. Um, there's been many times that uh, I've been on call at 11 o'clock midnight talking with someone. Jessica's been on call texting or the teens like to talk at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> That's. Oh, they thought it was funny. The teens are laughing about that one. <laughs> 2 a.m., that's like their prime time. Time, yeah. Mm-hmm. But with the virus going on, it's been kind of limited. But she's still doing a Zoom, like the Zoom Bible study yeah. with the youth. And and then, um, yeah, so it's just, it's definitely been a huge adjustment with this year. 2020 has been a, a year, man. It has been a year. But that kind of leads us into our topic for tonight. Yeah. Don't you think so? Yeah, I think so. Because there's been so many trials and testing and tribulation. People, you know, pandemic, unprecedented times, uncertain times, uh, scary times. I don't know. You could put any kind of word on it, you know, and it really just kind of has awakened, I think, a lot of us. Mm -hmm. Um, which leads us into this topic that we're going to be talking about tonight, which is your expectation versus our reality. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to kind of open up. It's a very broad topic. I think that that can go across mm-hmm. a lot of areas. It can apply to a lot of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. But what we're going to actually really apply it to is us as pastors, mm-hmm. because I am a pastor. She is my wife, which makes her a pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. So there's this box that we instantly have gotten put into. And something that I haven't shared with uh, you guys yet is that I'm actually a pastor's kid too. So I've been, I, I was, I, I was birthed in the church. My mom gave birth to me in a water baptism in the <laughs> church. I'm just kidding. That's not, but no, like I say that, Maybe. As, I say that Maybe as a that joke. I know <laughs> I say that as a joke, but it, but honestly, like, you know, my parents, my dad's been pastoring, Lead, the lead pastor for the church that I serve at for 33 years, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. And, um, and we can get on stuff like that later on different podcasts, but mm-hmm. yeah, so I just, I've been raised in it. So I kind of have always felt that, that expectation that's been placed on pastors. Mm-hmm. And then now actually being a, an assistant pastor that expectation is still there. And I kind of see it as two um two categories. But okay. they but they connect really well together. Okay. And the first category uh, of the expectation is that pastors are required to be perfect. Mm. Um it's just it's almost like, oh, you have the title of pastor, then you have to be perfect. Right, like right. That's just instant like what people think. And then if you're not, or they Mm -hmm. find out that you struggle, they leave. Wow. They leave the church because to them, you don't meet their leadership quality. Or if you have one bad day or one bad conversation with them. Right. It's a a complete tragedy. 
Yeah. And they have no grace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing. And then they leave. Right. To go find the other so-called perfect pastor. Wow. And then the other side of it that I find is that you have people that um, almost want to see you stumble. Mm. Want to see you fail because to justify their own the, life the, or well probably uh, I would say an aspect of that, but also okay. probably to also see if they can re- to see are you 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 act like you're perfect. Oh, okay. Because of that first expectation, right? So I want to see like, do you have vulnerabilities? Do you have struggles? Oh, so they can so, connect. With so you. they can connect. Oh, I yeah. Gotcha. yeah. But the downside to both of these is there's no win-win for the pastors, mm, right? Because the the first scenario that I gave where they expect us to be perfect, mm. well, obviously, we're not perfect. Surprise. Right. Mm-hmm. right? And we'll never be perfect right. until we get to heaven with Jesus. Mm. So that expectation is put like this instant burden on pastor's shoulders Yeah, that actually should not be there. Right, right. The focus... That um, Christians are doing nowadays, I believe, and I have even found myself in that is the person rather than Jesus. Right. Is um, saying, what can that person do rather than what has Jesus done? Right. What did Jesus do for us? And how do we live that out rather than, you know, well, that person? Well, because I got church hurt. Mm-hmm. I am no longer going to go to church. Right. Instead of saying Jesus died for me and that person who hurt me. And so I'm going to step up and be that better person. And I'm going to go to church anyways and set that example. Um, it's just the focus is being taken off of the Lord and even the opposite of, well, that person healed so-and-so. No, they did not. Mm-hmm. Jesus did. Right. And so then there's this expectation on the other way of that person, you like raise that person up, that person um, is holier, Mm -hmm. that person is greater than, rather than the focus should be Jesus. So, So taking it back to, you know, expectations on pastors, pastor is not God. Right is not the one who died for you. Right. Is not the one that the Bible is written about, right? Yeah, right. So we just, you know, even for myself, you know, as we're, we're talking here, one of the reasons we decided to do a podcast is because we have conversations every night pretty much about the Lord. And like, like this, like what we're having. We're like just actually this. recording it right now. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> it, it, you know, sounds like we might be preaching, at, but this is what we do for each other. and right. This is how we encourage each other and uh, make sure that we're staying, you know, correct and true and mm-hmm. keeping each other accountable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's interesting that, that, that they, you know, view you at, as like a per, you know, trying to be perfect because yeah. it's obviously setting it up for failure. Like you're already setting yourself up, not pastors. Yeah. You're setting yourself up for disappointment and failure if I put this box of expectation of perfection on someone. Yeah. I'm instantly gonna be disappointed. Right. It yeah. might it might not happen that day or that month or that yeah. year, but it will happen. So do you believe that pastors should live at a higher standard? 
I do think so. Yeah, me too. Yes, because not everybody's called to be a pastor. Right. Um, everybody has their roles. Paul talks about the body, you yeah. know, and that everybody has their roles, just like he, he talks about the physical body. Yeah. Um, each thing is a key member to the, to the functioning, the full functioning of who we are and the full functioning of the body of Christ or yeah. the church. If for people that don't know what that is, the church is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, I think that as you move your way up into the leadership realm, um, and step up into a higher category of leadership, um, the standard, the higher standard does come. Mm-hmm. And see, the higher standard comes from God. Yeah. Yeah, so when you accept Jesus into your heart and you say, okay, Jesus, come into my heart. I want you to take over my life. As he begins to do that, and you begin to open up his word, read his word, he begins to change you from the inside out. And and I say the inside out because then you begin to see it on the outside, Mm -hmm. and people begin to notice it because you're living differently, and you're producing a fruit, right? which would mean, how would you explain that? A fruit? Yeah. Um, peace, love, yeah. joy. Right. You're showing those things. Those traits. Not uh, perfection. No. Not fakeness. You're showing traits of hypocrisy. Jesus. Is that even a word? <laughs> hypocrisy? hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Yeah. You're not showing those things. Hypocrisy. <laughs> You're being <laughs> real. And I think this is a great time to kind of go into maybe a struggle or two. Yeah, yeah, we can of do that. ours because I think it's it's very important to show. Yes, we have to live at a higher standard just by being a Christian alone. You automatically become a leader, right. you know, um, and allowing God to change you. Right, it's so important. Mm-hmm. You cannot remain the same. I cannot remain the same. No, we we. Well, I love um, the the phrase or statement where if you're not moving forward, then you're moving back. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, that's true for Christian, you know, the Christian walk. If we're not constantly trying to grow and and pursue, um, a closer relationship to God, Mm -hmm. then where are we going? Right. Right. We're not moving towards him. If I'm because time is moving. I'll use this as an example that people can relate to. If I'm not rowing my boat. Yeah. And I stop rowing, I'm going where the water takes me. Mmm. Vomit. Oh! This just got deep. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That was dynamite. But that's that's the reality. And see, and that's our reality is that I d- see, I don't mind living at a higher standard. Yes. But I'm not gonna live at a higher standard of what she calls me to. Or what the church calls me yes. to. I'm living to a higher standard of what God calls me to. Right. Because if it's for anybody else, then it's not real anymore. Right. Yeah. And see, if I live to God, you know, if I live to God's standard, then, you know, yeah, I'm going to have struggles. I'm going to have disappointments and failures, but he's always going to be my rock, my source, mm. my shield, my my everything. Yeah. And right. then I can actually lead mm-hmm. and shepherd the people body, the church, yeah. friends, disciple, yeah. whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. Mm. But like you said, like trials. So, you know, like for, well, we went to go back to like, kind of like the beginning where we said, 
you know, the other side where people want to see your, your struggles and failures. Mm -hmm. But the sometimes is like when you begin to open up with them, then they use that against you. Yeah, that's right. So then it's like, you have this like lose, lose situation for, Mm -hmm. for pastors. It's like, we can't live perfect. So we're going to disappoint you. And then if we try to open up to connect with people, some people receive it and love it. Mm -hmm. Others use it against you. Mm -hmm. But should that stop us? No, absolutely not. Because who are we doing it for? Jesus. Right. And the people who need to hear it, just like I appreciate when I have other women open up and and be real with me because when girls or women have this super high standard of who they are portraying on the outside, whether it's appearance or clothes or the way that they talk and all that it's like this unrealistic expectation. I feel like I can't meet it. Right, right. And so then it takes my mind off of what the true focus should be. And so then on the other side, when I have women being real with me and saying, oh, this is, I struggled with this. It might not be the same struggle, but it's still a struggle. Right. And it kind of breaks down that, that barrier of, oh my goodness, we're alike. Yeah, we're not the only one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Satan wants us to be hush. He doesn't want us to share. He wants us to take those uh, opposing sides and just be like, well, then I'm just going to shut my mouth and not say or do anything. Um. <laughs> I keep moving the mic away because you keep popping it. Uh, you know, because then we won't grow. Right. And then we'll become a hypocrite and we'll become fake and... You know, and then we'll become so self-absorbed. And I think a lot of times that's why depression and anxiety is so high. Because people are scrolling on social media. And they are, without even knowing it, saying, I need to look like, I need to be like, I need to talk like, I need to do this like. uh, Rather than saying, what part of the body of Christ am I? Well, social media, I'm going to say, and this is just my opinion, but 98% of it's fake. Yeah. So you're comparing yourself to fake, Mm. right? Yeah. And then you get disappointed because you're not fake. Mm. Because you're not that. (laughs) Right. Which doesn't make any sense. Right, right. No, if you just be who God called Mm. you to be, you will always... Be fuf- yeah, we waste so much time on what we can't be. Right. We lose sight of who we're supposed to be. And that's why, like, when we share our struggles, failures, trials, tribulations, whatever you want to call it, storms. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to use words that, you know, everybody use. Um, difficulties. Mm-hmm. You know, anything like that that people use. When we share them. Not only does it bring an open and a connection, when I share it with, with my wife, Jessica, here, uh-huh. she can encourage me, speak to it, mm-hmm. give hopefully, you know, uh, pray with me, mm-hmm. right? And then now I'm not alone in that struggle. Yeah. Even if she's not going through that, it doesn't matter. Now I have someone else standing with me. Yeah. And see, the enemy always wants to divide us and put us into isolation where we feel like we're the only ones to, to that's why test that's why we're so excited about these testimonies we have coming. Yes, we have great stories um just lined up of what 
God did. That's why I love uh, Hebrews 10, 25. And let us not neglect our meeting together. Mm. That's why Jessica and I just pause right there. We talk all the time. <laughs> to each other. <laughs> it's not. It's because we don't want to neglect each other. But also, you know, I want to hear what she's feeling. I want to hear what God's moving in her life and vice versa, right? Um, but Hebrews 10, 25. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. Yeah. Especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, 2020 has rattled some people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has rattled some people. And so... I know, like, honestly, like, a lot of times, I'm going to say majority of the time that Jessica and I talk, which is, we talk every night, and um, it's, honestly, yeah, probably majority of the time, we get into deep conversations, and then we walk away all hyped <laughs> about, like, Jesus, man, you are the man, you know? And, like, we, we walk away, like, the, like encouraged, uplifted, and uh, just really, like, blessed, you know, yeah. by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, failures and struggles. Struggles. Sure. What was that? That was St. Mary's County <laughs> action right there. Wow. Struggles. Um, well, I can, I'll give a couple. Okay. So, just speaking to myself as a pastor... Um, people expect us to always be at church. Guess what? There are days that I don't want to go to church. Shocker. I know that just blew people. Is so- there a boo? There's not. There's uh, some- what is- oh, yeah. Awkward. <laughs> but no, Pastors belong in yeah, church. They must be in church. No, it's true. There, there are days I wake up. And I don't want to be in church. I don't want to have anything to do with church. I don't want to see nobody. Mm. No, I don't want to talk to nobody. Um, I just want to get in my own little bubble, go outside and rake some grass. I, I you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I just, I just want to be in my own world. Right. You know? And then, um, same with work. I mean, yeah. I would get up and I'm like, Oh, I gotta go to work again. I gotta help people again. <laughs> I got to talk to that dude again, you know, like, and I'm being honest. We done told on five times. Yeah. (laughs) Stop turning left. There's a right. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the truth though. You know, we have, I have those days. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. I get up and like literally everything goes wrong from the day time I get up to go to bed. You know, it's like I get up and I'm tripping over, you know, a sheet, you know, and then all of a sudden I can't brush my teeth or I get toothpaste on my shirt and then I come out and I spill a cup of coffee so I got to make a new cup of coffee and then I walk outside forget my keys so then I got to knock knock on the door to let my wife let me back in to get my keys you know is <laughs> then then I take the long way to church instead of you know to my job which is church where I work take the long way instead of the short way and then it's like you know it's like you're forgetting everything it's just right. so the day gets frustrating Super frustrating yeah. when you have a day like that. So then I come home and then I snap on Jessica or my boys when really I shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Not their fault. Mm-hmm. It's just because I had Amen. A- hallelujah. Oh, you just said it was my fault. That means it was your fault. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's true, you know, and that's, 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 guess what? That's, that's human nature. Mm-hmm. And that's what. We, you know, that's, those are just simple struggles, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> put aside pride and envy and, you know, 
lack of self-esteem and, you know, all the other. Why don't you just call me out? All right. (laughs) No, I was just talking to myself. But, you know, and so, like, for instance, I lead worship, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes I get prideful of what a great musician I am. Mm -hmm. And then other times I get lack of self-esteem, lack of self-esteem because of how bad I think my voice is. Mm -hmm. You know, those are just normal human nature struggles. Mm -hmm. But the enemy is going to the enemy is going to help try to emphasize those to help bring you down from where you should be. Right. That's why we communicate and talk. So she sees that and goes, what are you feeling? I feel like I suck today. Yeah. I just, why? I just, I don't know. My voice sucks. I I suck at playing guitar. I can't even eat my meal right. (laughs) You know, and I'm, I, it sounds, it sounds crazy, but that's just how we feel, you know? And she's just like, you're okay, baby. You can do it. And (laughs) I love you and God's blessed you and see, but that's, you know, and you're like, yeah, 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 whatever. But it's, it's to get me back in lane. Yeah. Get me back on track. Go, you're right. God, it doesn't, it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's about God. Right. And then next thing you know, it's like the best service I've ever had in worship. Mm-hmm. Not because I instantly was like, I'm the man. No, mm-hmm. my focus changed Changed from me to God. That's right. And he's perfect. He is perfect. Yes. Yeah. If, right. he, if he wasn't perfect, he wouldn't be God. That's right. Whoa. Nice. All right. So as for me, I'm going to talk about two. Two. And I... They, they're opposites, I feel like, but um, I don't know. Okay, so on one hand, I have always, well, not always, but, um, well, for a long time, struggled with jealousy. And, uh, you know, I don't look this way. I don't talk this way. I can't do this. I can't do that. Um, and, you know, it started off as a young girl. You know, I, I can't, I'm not, a, you know, athletic or. Um, You're definitely not athletic. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be encouraging me. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm really not athletic, but, you know, and those things kind of sound silly now that I'm older, but now uh, what really happened um, when we began dating and early parts of our marriage is jealousy of appearance. And I'm not as good as, I'm not as pretty as, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so that is, that focus... You're gorgeous, babe, by the way. Oh, thank you. You're like a supermodel oh, on steroids. Y'all, so. now he's going to over-exaggerate. Okay. Did it hurt? <laughs> Did Falling from heaven? Uh, get out of here. Okay. So, um, so, and you know, a lot of people say, well, look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful and all this stuff. And But not that that's bad. Mm-hmm. But I think that's still a wrong focus. It's not about us. It's not about self. It's not about self. Yes. And so I think the people who are trying to treat their um, jealousy and uh, what's the word? Um, You just used a uh, low self-esteem and I'm not skinny enough. I'm not... um, chunky enough, curvy enough, whatever. Right. I ain't um, got this, I ain't got that. I ain't got this, I ain't got that. My hair's not straight enough, not curly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I had brown eyes versus blue eyes. Exactly, I I exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as our focus stays there, then it will be there and we mm-hmm. will struggle. We'll just shift to another part of our body 
or inside versus outside or outside versus inside. Well, when you when your focus stays on something like that, you're building your house on sand. That's right. Yes. It's always going to shift by the water. Uh, I haven't had any deep moments You'll get yet. one. Don't worry. You oh got it. Gosh. It's in you. Okay, Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. So, yeah, take it off. You know, so this is what I've had to learn is take it off of self. Yes. Off of self. Yes. So what if I'm not the prettiest? So what if I'm not the best speaker? So what if, you know, I'm not athletic? Mm-hmm. Move on. Move on. It's not about me anyways. And just how Nathaniel was talking about with um, each part of us, I mean, each each of us are part of the body of right. Christ. Yes. What is our part? If we are trying to be a hand when we are supposed to be a foot, then we are never going to measure up to that hand. And we are going to miss out on that foot we're supposed to be. On kicking that score goal, that, that winning goal. Yes. Or throwing that winning touchdown. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just going to try to outdo me. The, I rude! W- <laughs> You're rude! <laughs> okay, so... And then on the other hand, I have a problem with pride. And let me explain. Not that I'm the best, but that I think that I know something or um, that what I have said is better than what somebody else has done. And so when I, um, if you know me at all, you know I'm a passionate person. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so when I have a conversation with someone or a disagreement, Let's mm-hmm. say a disagreement with somebody, I automatically think, well, my side was correct. Right. Right. I think that's a pride issue. Instead of stepping back. Now, sometimes I am going to be right. And sometimes the other person's going to be right. There's going to be a balance. Right Thank you so much. But, you know, so I have a problem with always thinking right. that at the, the bottom line, I was right. And so even even to the point of halfway through the conversation, I realize I'm wrong, <laughs> but I'm still going to die on that mountain, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so, That's you know. Pride. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of saying, oh, on second thought. Mm-hmm. On second thought. And that's another focus on self, you know, that that all of this, this world is about me. Yes. And like you said, it's incorrect. Well, when you said like that pride, like I'm going to die on that mountain. Yeah. Because I'm an argument that I realize I'm, I'm wrong in, but it doesn't matter because I'm too far into this, Mm -hmm. uh, requires humility. Yes, it does. To open up and admit you are wrong Mm -hmm. or admit that, Hey, you are right. I should learn, be learning more about it. And that's another part of not being perfect. Right. I am not perfect. Right. And maybe that's what we should say in the mirror. You're pretty darn close, though. Well, that's true. You are one <laughs> sexy woman. I'm going to say that right now. So, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I am not perfect. Jesus is perfect. Yes. Take the focus off of me and mm-hmm. on, on to, to Jesus. Him. Come on. Yeah, it's simple. Come on. It's simple. You know, but how many years did I struggle with looking in the mirror thinking, my gosh, that flyaway hair or my gosh, that crooked tooth or my gosh, 
you know, that shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Who really cares? Because I'm going to promise, this is a promise that Jesus can still use you with a flyaway hair. Mm-hmm. He can still use you with all the filter on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Can I get a... Can I get a... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes! That was deep. Yeah. It's true, I'm though. Saying, no, yeah. it's true. Well, I mean, we'll, we, we'll get into another podcast with this because we're, we're running out of time Yeah, here. that's true. But, I mean, in our first three years of marriage, I was one selfish dude. Wasn't I? I mean, he said it. I didn't. But I was. Yeah. And what is that all about? Self. Yeah, it's all about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's. You're not now, though. Well, why am I not now? Because of Jesus. Not only because of Jesus, I could have stayed that way. Yeah, you could have. But I said, no, I want to, the closer I got, the when I wanted to get closer to God, yeah. God began to start chiseling away at what was not needed. Mm. And part of that is all our fleshly desires, yeah. you know, and all about self and me. So every time I was like, Lord, I want to get closer to you, he'd be like, okay, you can get closer to me. But you got to stop thinking about you and start thinking about me. Mm. Okay. Let's do that. Mm. Because above all else, there's nothing I want more mm-hmm. than God. Yeah. That's right. And that's hard for people to hear. Yeah. Because, but that's the reality. It is. Your expectation versus our reality. Our reality is God first. That's right. All the time. All the time. Are we perfect in it? No. No. We make mistakes all the time. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that we are trying Mm -hmm. the best we can to move forward. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. Well, that was a a good podcast. I mean, I think so. (laughs) A little pride set in on that one. Um, No, but thanks thanks for uh, joining us for this podcast, a squeaky tree podcast. Again, my name's Nathaniel. And I'm Jessica. We will see you next week for our next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what that is. We might surprise you with something special. Yeah. But we'll see. And uh, would you like to end with some prayer? Sure. Jesus, just thank you for being in the midst. Uh, not only with us, but as the the listeners and the viewers uh, whether they're on YouTube or Spotify, that um, that you were just in the midst. And Lord, as we step forward and uh, keep turning to you, help our listeners to grab a hold of that as well and know that they're not alone in their struggle. They're not alone in their temptations. But the point is, is that we would be able to turn more and more to you. Mm-hmm. And we would allow you to chisel off the things that don't need to be there, the things that are um, feeding our flesh and feeding ourself, but that we would allow you to feed our hearts mm-hmm. and our mind and that we would turn to rather than Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and Facebook and all of those things, that rather than turning to those things for our reality, mm-hmm. that we would turn to you for our reality. We would turn to your word we would turn to um, 
to the things of you, God, that we would listen to your voice and not the voice of anyone or anything else. And Lord, if there's anybody here listening that does not know you, that they would take this opportunity to say, yes, Lord. That's it. Yes, Lord. Change me. Mold me. Make me. Renew me. Refresh me. Guide me. Lead me. Yes, Lord. 